grateful that you're you know coming along on this journey with me thank you to everyone that has liked subscribed shared my posts like i'm so 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 grateful and i promise you you would not be disappointed so this episode is essentially going to be about money money and savings and all of that good stuff um so essentially i have with me um a very good friend of mine called david umor um so david has actually played a very huge role in my life in terms of you know financially um last year i was going through a a lot where i was barely saving i was literally just you know living la vida loca and just like not even in touch with myself like financially i was kind of just like you know yoloing as some people would say um but yeah, so he, you know, picked me up from where I was and, you know, we actually set real, like, real goals and have actually achieved a lot financially because of David. And so that's why it was important for me to, you know, bring him on this um, journey too, to kind of, you know, I would like everyone to, you know, take something out from, from him because I know he knows a lot. Um, so a little bit about David. So David is a young Nigerian chemical and biomolecular engineering graduate from Georgia Institute of Tech, class of 2017. He graduated with a summa cum laude and was top of his class. David is currently based in Charlotte, North Carolina area, and he's working as a product and process development engineer at Sealed Air Corporations, one of the leading food packaging companies in the U.S. He's serving as a technical and project lead within their research and development division. David is also actively pursuing his master's degree in data analytics with a focus on business analytics from Georgia Institute of Tech. He is a Christian and active investor in real estate, focusing on short-term rentals and also trades the stock markets in his spare time. Honestly, I really, um, I know David has a lot to say and I really hope that you um, take something out of this. And if you find this episode really inspiring or motivating, please, please, please do like, share, subscribe um, as this is kind of the, um, what, what you would expect from my podcast moving forward. Um, I'm going to leave David's information, like his LinkedIn, if you have questions for him. He's more than willing to help. So, yeah, thank you. Hi, David. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How is life treating you? I <laughs> uh, can't complain. It's very busy, but we do what we can. Uh, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Um, so, David, I wanted to ask you a couple questions, you know, just, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from you over the years and I just really wanted to, you know, dive deeper into um, your childhood experiences with money. So if you could please just like, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, your experience as a young child with money. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, so I grew up in a household where um, my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, my dad is a lawyer by training, but like ever, ever since like, since I was born, I've known my dad. He's an entrepreneur and, you know, dabbled in different things uh, from real estate, oil, um, telecommunications, because he ran a business and all sorts. So obviously, growing up in secondary school, I was familiar with the concept of saving because my dad introduced us to pocket money, right? Everybody had pocket money in secondary school. And so out of our pocket money, our dad insisted that we saved at least 20, 25%. And on top of that, we also have to pay an extra 10% on tithing. You know, I'm a Christian, so obviously 
goes back into the Titan fate. So it really, like, you know, it really kind of forced me, you know, back in GSS1, GSS2, you know, having this concept money, like, ah, even though my dad's giving me all this money, he still insists at the end of the week that I showed him that I was able to save so, so, so amounts. And also, I, had, I need to show that I, I saved another 10% for Tides on Sunday. And so, you know, obviously, growing up, I was, like, very upset about it. Because, like, why can't I just spend all my money? It's my money anyways. But I never realized that there was a culture or something he was trying to instill in me. And, you know, at the end of the day, when we saved it up to, like, you know, a considerable amount, we were free to spend it on whatever, you know, gifts we desired. Typically, that would be the new FIFA or whatnot. But, you know, it, it was something that sort of just became, like, a habit for me. Um, fast forward many years later I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie in college college was rough uh college i definitely didn't do as much as i should have in terms of saving but that's okay because we live and we learn <laughs> and but definitely um graduating college because I, I went to georgia institute of technology and graduating georgia institute of technology i went straight into the working uh work industry and um and you know the one of the first things i kind of told myself when i you know started working was that I definitely don't want to, you know, totally miss this opportunity. I want to take advantage of this opportunity presented to me. Mm-hmm. And as most of us know, you know, during, especially when we're in college, between the 2014 period, 2015, we all know what happened with the currency between Naira and dollars. I also know how, like, we almost tripled in rate. So a lot of our parents were paying twice, three times the amount for tuition and I was like well if I have this opportunity and earning so so amount in dollars um my the amount I can save especially considering just my um you know being young not married no kids is like that's a huge opportunity for me to save quite a bit especially to go into investments whether it's here locally in the U.S. or even back home in Nigeria and so I kind of set out a plan and there's there's something that's called the it, it there are different variations of it, but I, I, the way I look at it is, you know, there's always going to be, you know, your living expenses, your savings, and, of course, your play money. <clears throat> and um, I'll say it, it all varies according to, you know, how much you earn. Uh, it all varies according to what your goals are, but I know that ultimately it was something that I made a priority from the jump. So not to keep rambling, but I'll say my experience with money growing up was definitely instilled in me by my dad, and it kind of just forced me to sort of just adopt that same system when I got became an adult and entered the working industry. Yeah. So I see you mentioned investment. So what type of investments are you actively uh, pursuing at this time? Right, right. Um, so I, I've, I've done quite a bit, um, you know, you know, as an engineer, unfortunately, while it's a great field, you're not taught a whole lot about investments. And that was something I know that my father and we re-emphasized that is something we look into um, severally. So after college, I looked into several investments. I, I, I did play with the stock market. also did trading, trading, whether it's trading options, trading stocks. And that was profitable for me back then. And that's something I was really active in. But Recently and now, I found myself more focused into real estate. Um, the way I look at it is, I know people have their opinions on the housing market and where it's headed. Mm-hmm. I'll say, well, at least for me so far, real estate, especially short-term rentals, um, you know, buying properties and sh- doing short-term rentals there has been proved very, very profitable for me. 
Um, so I'll say a lot of the investments I've seen myself focusing has been real estate primarily. That's really good. Um, honestly, that's one of the things that I'm really hoping to dive into for 2020. That's actually like one of my goals lists. Um, uh, <laughs> um, it is a struggle. So like this year, I know I focus on like saving a lot. So next year, I'm going to focus on you know really, um, investing. So that's that's really good. Um, so I, what what type, what are the like challenges that you've had so far with you know your investment as well as your savings? What are the major challenges you think you know that um you know in your twenties people would face and maybe you have any advice? Um, so you know, I I will speak in general. Um, I know one major challenge people do face in their twenties. I mean, not necessarily for a lot of us who identify as Nigerians from, you know, born and raised in Nigeria. Because thankfully, a lot of us, we don't necessarily come out of college with a, you know, insurmountable amounts of student debt. But I know that's something that I've seen that a lot of colleagues, a lot of our peers in their 20s do, um, you know, struggle with. And, um, you know, ultimately, I'll say, you know, you know, the, everything is perspective. You know, everything is perspective. And, you know, just, you know, clearing your debts as, as quickly and as efficiently as you can. And if you find yourself in the position where you don't have any debt, even better, because I found myself in that position and that was sort of like even actual motivation for me to like take advantage of it. Um, and other challenges people could face is just also just, you know, being extravagant with cash. I mean, like, let's be honest, like we're young, we're in our 20s, we're living our best life, right? <laughs> so we can, so can find ourselves, you know, you know, spending money on ridiculous things. Like, mm-hmm. I know I found myself... Like, myself. one thing, honestly, that I struggle to spend money on is, like, going out in clubs and just, like, blowing <laughs> money on tape. That's something that I honestly feel like if I'm making my... Like, if I'm struggling to make my hard-end money, I cannot, for the life of me, throw it away in clubs. Right. So, yeah, I feel and, that. Like, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be clear. Like I, I'm with you. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of those few Nigerians that adamantly hates buying sections. Like I've never yeah, understood that, that. You, you. I mean, unless, unless it's a special occasion, you would not catch me dead buying a section in the club. Mm-hmm. However, however, I found out my extravagance was traveling. Like I, I'm, I'm into traveling, whether it's. New York. That's actually is so true. Like uh, the way I am is, I'll much like I'll much rather spend money on a flight ticket than spend exactly. money on like a material thing. Because for me, exactly. I'm like all about experiences. So exactly, and and I'm not saying don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't travel. I mean, listen, I'm taking a trip to Paris in a few weeks. So it's like, <laughs> wow. man, listen, like live your best life, right? But ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that. There has to be, you know, a limit that, you know, if you catch yourself, like I, I caught myself taking like two, three trips a month or yeah, yeah. Like, so, so first, perfect example, for instance, this, even this year, I caught myself when I got back from Nigeria in April, I caught myself taking like a trip or two personal trips. Uh, aside from the fact that I do travel a lot for work, but I was taking like personal trips, a trip or two a month from like April all the way through to August. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I was like, okay, relax. You know, I was like, that was doing? actually me last year. Like I was doing the most for no reason. So, um, you know, whatever it may be for some people, it could be food. Like I know people who eat out all the time and you know, it, it, these things add up. So like, you know, whatever your extravagance is, just make sure you're watching that, keeping the curb on it. And, you know, because at the end of the day, unless you're OBU and you got it like that, you got to be working with a budget. And 
and making sure that not just working on the budget, but actively know what you're saving towards. And that sometimes is a good motivation for me. Like perfect example, I've been saving towards buying a second property. Um, I also have a financial advisor. Um, I recommend having that if you, because sometimes these things are, you might not see the benefit to it, but when you do have someone who's holding you accountable to meet certain financial goals. Can I ask a question? Sorry. Yeah, are you absolutely. paying your um, financial advisor? <laughs> oh, well, nothing is free in this life. Man. <laughs> okay, just to make sure that yeah. everything comes with right, some So some of them are very affordable. I mean, depending on like what your what packages you get, like, it, it could be as little as, like, $50 a month, and, you know, and someone might say, whoa, that's, like, $600 a year, but it's, like, okay, but if you have a financial advisor that is making sure you actively save three, 4000 or even maybe even $10,000 more a year, like, it, it's it's not a, it's not a crazy amount when you look at the bigger picture, and especially, like I said, like, for instance, I work with my financial advisor to, um, and now, now, granted, I would say this though. Uh, 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 I, I'm also lucky in, in the sense that I look at things like I have two financial advisors because my dad is one of my financial advisors, and why not, right? He's a successful businessman, so why not learn from someone who has already set the path for me, right? And so, I've been working with them to make sure I save constantly towards purchasing a second property. And you know, perfect example. I was supposed, I was targeting end of 2020, but um, things are looking good now, and so I might actually be able to get one. That's so good, though. Like I know yeah. a lot of parents actually don't really encourage their children to like save and invest. Like I know I've I haven't yeah. even spoken to my dad about that topic at all. I know I've asked my mom a couple questions about, you know, her savings and investments. But I feel like a lot of parents don't really do, you know, their due diligence and actually letting their children, like, understand, especially um, being a young adult and just, like, actually, like, making money right, for the first right. time. Right. Um, they don't do a really good job, which honestly needs to be worked on. But, you know, if I should, if I can offer an alternate perspective here, I also think that as Nigerians, sometimes... We also have to show our parents that, like, we're not kids anymore. We're adults. Like, I, you know, I can speak for myself in the sense that, like, especially my mom. My mom has this tendency to, you know, still look at me in the eyes of, like, oh, this is my... Because I'm, I'm the youngest of three. And so, like, to her, I'll forever be her baby. But, you know, sometimes you have to really force your parents to see, like, listen, I'm an adult. And, like, you have to initiate this conversation sometimes. Like, I know for me, I was... For a while, like, my dad would keep me away from the, you know, his finances and, like what he's doing or his businesses or his real estate or whatnot. But I, like, I, I found that, like, when I started engaging him on the topic more and more, especially after I graduated, he was more open and, like, he would disclose, like, certain things about his finances, his businesses, and he, and in return, you know, I'll disclose things about what I'm doing here and we just have, like, a open dialogue about both. So I'll say, you know, you're right. You know, some Nigerian parents are still stuck in the, oh, this is this is a child, what do you know? Go sit down there and stuff. But I'll say ultimately there is a benefit to, like, initiating these conversations with your parents and just saying, hey, listen, especially if, you, and if you've got a, a dad who's a successful businessman or dad who's doing, or dad or a mom, sorry, let me, let me, let me you know, let me not be a misogynist here. <laughs> dad or a mom who, you know, is doing something career-wise or business-wise that you know you aspire to, please, by all means, utilize a resource. Your best, the best, best, best mentor or resource you could ever have is family or parents That's or true. someone who's, like, really invested in your success. Okay. 
That's yeah. really, really good advice, David. Thank you so much. But before we close, I have just one last question. What would you say is your money secret? Man, I would say I have a money secret because I ain't got it like that yet. <laughs> but um, but um, if, if I'm being honest, um, I would say something I strongly recommend to people is um, invest from the jump. Don't wait. Um, just start now. I there's certain there uh, there's certain, people are always telling me, man, like you know, I wish you know I'll stop touching to my savings. And I recommend like okay, there's friends so there's CD accounts, certif- certificate of deposit. And if you don't know what a CD account, I recommend you look into it. But pretty much these are these there's certain accounts like that, the Roth IRA and other avenues where you know your money is not so accessible. Mm-hmm. So it's and not necessarily like a 401k, for instance, where but like, you know, other avenues where you could literally just lock in money, especially if we're talking like tax returns where you get like maybe four thousand dollars back or three thousand dollars. <laughs> That's back. funny because <laughs> when I get my tax returns, I'm like, woo, like exactly. I need to you know, travel, I need to buy like, this, that. Right. Like, you, you get your tax return, you're like, oh, let me go buy this. But like, you know, sometimes like, for instance, I started this thing where like I get my tax return back. I just open a CD account. And I keep it locked or stashed away for a year. And, you know, you can get interest on that. There's uh-huh. also online banking accounts, which offer pretty good APYs there. I'll say the biggest thing is, you know, if you be honest with yourself, if you know you don't necessarily have the discipline or your discipline is not where it should be, utilize things like this. Secondly, have a goal, have a target. You know, when you're saving money, you're just, you know, growing your liquid asset base and you don't necessarily have like a target in terms of like, okay, what do I want to see myself invest this liquid asset into, then, you know, it gets really tricky because it's like, there's like, I know there's sometimes I've caught myself like, okay, in the past year, okay, I wanted to really buy this thing, but then I remind myself like, no, I'm really saving towards this property. And like, you know, that kept me going. And lastly, I'll say ultimately just, you know, we're, we're in a really blessed generation where a lot of this information, especially with regards to investing, like what it is like, trading the stock market, real estate, you name it, is really accessible. Like, mm-hmm. you can just literally pick up a laptop, pick up a phone, Inside watch investing. YouTube videos, make a couple Google searches, and, you know, you would learn quite a bit about what it, what exactly you want to learn. Back in the day, for some of our parents or even grandparents, these this information were not so accessible, so some of them just didn't know or have a clue what to do unless there was someone there who showed them. But now it's like, you really got no excuse because it's right there. So you just got to, you know, be aggressive and just make sure you want it. That's it. Wow. I feel like I just learned a lot. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> going to go do my research. Um, yeah. 2020, that's my goal. I'm going to be a very big investor. But thank you so, so much, David, for you know, taking the time today. Um, I'm, I'm sure so many people would, you know, benefit from this. So thank you. Right. And, um, you know, feel free to give my LinkedIn. I'll say, like, you can connect me on LinkedIn if you got questions, if you got, like, any general advice, I'll do the best I can. And, you know, let's just be out here making this money. Big <laughs> <budget>. <laughs> <laughs>